welcome to Remolations. We're your hosts. I'm Mindy. And I'm Brooke. Remolations is a dream interpretation podcast where we read listeners' dreams. From nightmares to the just plain bizarre, join us as we give you our comedic interpretation of your fucked up REM cycle. This week, we're reading a dream from Anne with an awesome dream story about the importance of listening to your dreams and really focusing on what they're trying to tell you. We also have cat naps that have to do with musical cats. <laughs> not not the musical cats, but cats who are musical. <laughs> Bad first date kisses, floating heads, and school lockdowns. Oh. And stick around because I'm also discussing the topic of midnight snacking or sleep-related eating disorder. We all have that, don't we? I'm already hungry thinking about this topic. All right, bestie, let's get started. Woo! All right, so now we're officially, officially starting. Oh, give me a second. All right, let's just stare at each other for a second. I'm in the zone. Mm-hmm. I'm in the dream zone. Ready. <laughs> <laughs> And go. go. <laughs> I am now. You ready? I think so. After our um, our uh, our staring, our contest, staring contest to start the show, <laughs> I feel better. We're both ready. Mm-hmm. I think you won. No way, man. Hi, hi again. Hi. hi. It's it's another dreamy day. Oh, it sounds so corny. It does. It is. But it was very nice <laughs> it, out today. It was. So, it was beautiful. I loved it. So yeah, I I'm I'm ready to be home and relax for the night. And having some laughs. And having some laughs. And are you... Or a nightmare. What do you got? Uh, you got... What kind of dream do you got for us today? I actually have... We talk about it all the time. Okay. A dream story. So mm-hmm. there is background to it. And then there's the dream. And then there's... And there's foreground to And it? then there's the story. <laughs> okay. So I thought it would be nice kind of change because we don't have too many long dream stories we get them a lot yeah. for cat naps but sure okay yeah i'm excited and and thank you so much for sharing this dream story she is from harrisburg okay my strangest dream wound up saving my life oh boy when i was expecting my son who is now out of college i was having a wonderful pregnancy There was no morning sickness. Everyone said I was glowing. And I was extremely happy, healthy, and active, teaching music lessons several times a week. Then one night, out of the blue, I had the most vivid and disturbing dream. I woke up on a hospital-type bed to see a man dressed in white like a doctor who was looking very concerned. When I asked why I was there, since I'd never had medical problems before, he said, We had to do some exploration regarding your health. Oh. That's not good. That's like vague. It's a little too vague for me. It's very vague. Gotta explore. Yeah, well. What technique are you using? Can you give me, what are you exploring? What part? (laughs) Can you you give me a part? Can can you tell me a quadrant? Like front, (laughs) front upper? (laughs) Are we talking lobotomy or are we talking a toenail? I want to know. Where are we talking? If we need to explore that toenail. I'm not worrying too much, but lobotomy, 
I'm going to protest. Very concerning. <laughs> right. Before they take out my ability to protest. <laughs> Only if they have like that doctor's like the, the mad scientist doctor visor with that the like metal dish dome yeah, thing on and it. And the metal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what is that for? Mm-hmm. Don't know. <laughs> anyway, we had to do some exploration regarding your health. He continued, you have a condition. Also very vague, if you ask me. Mm -hmm. It was not possible to prevent it from happening, and you will need to follow through. He seemed sincerely sorry telling me the news. Back then, the only health conditions I knew about were cancer and heart disease. Since this seems so serious, I asked the man, is it cancer? His answer Mm -hmm. was baffling. No, but there may be a cancer in it. Okay. (laughs) Right? And like... Is there an entity inside me? Do I have an alien inside me? <laughs> uh, am I carrying a cancerous alien baby? And it's funny Mulder. because because she, she says the same thing. She goes, "Have a cancer in it? What did that mean? Like where we don't know? <laughs> got the same we questions. Got the same questions. We're on the same page as Anne." <laughs> then he emphasized, "You can't do anything now. You will need to follow through." Very vague. Very vague. Very. What's yep, wrong? Still again. Needing to follow through. Follow through on what? Like, very, uh. Okay. When I woke in the morning, I had the overpowering sense that everything he said was the truth. And I started breaking hmm. into a cold sweat. It stayed yeah. with me unlike any dream I've ever had. Finally, I forced myself to set it aside and get on with the excitement of preparing for my son. Okay. I don't like the way this is going. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, she's expecting there's something wrong inside. Like, I okay. Let's just say, please tell me. This let's is... just take a deep breath here, Mindy. Okay. Okay. I'm 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 concerned as a mom. Well, I know you are. This is like when I start getting anxious when you start talking about animal stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. But, but let's let's take a br- breath together. Okay. A few months after my son's birth, I was suddenly attacked with terrifying symptoms beginning in minutes that wouldn't leave. Difficulty swallowing, mm. chills, and suddenly my muscles burned like an intense workout. Weird. A coffee cup felt as though it weighed like 10 pounds. I also began losing weight very rapidly. Oh, oh, that's not good. It's not good, but at least she had her baby, Mindy. Okay, good. Baby arrived, healthy, happy, good. I then remembered the dream and began following through with doctors. Hmm. Like they said, you'll have to follow through. But they didn't think there was anything wrong. I wouldn't be so foolish as to tell the doctors about my dream. Only the worsening (laughs) physical symptoms, right? Your doctor. I would say just find a really cool doctor that listens to this podcast. I mean, I'm sure there's got to be doctors Doctors. out there that that tune in. Let us know. Doctors. Let us know. Yeah. If someone came to you (laughs) and said, I had a dream that something was wrong, what's your honest take on it? I would love to know. I'm sure it varies doctor by doctor. Right. But it's also months ago Hmm. because she has had, it's a few months after she's had her son. Okay. And she was pregnant while she had the dream. So it's been a while since she had this. But I would be, I don't think I would tell a doctor too, unless I was close. And I'd be like, right. By the way, I feel like I dreamt this too at some point. But Yes. Okay. okay. Yeah, that's hard. <sighs> so she says she wouldn't be as foolish to tell the doctors about her dream, only the worsening physical symptoms. Still, one GI doctor told me his test showed nothing, and he ridiculed me most of my questions. I hate doctors hmm. like that. 
Yeah. Where they just. Yeah. There's just like every profession. There's really great things and really crappy ones. Yeah. And it's like, come on, dude. Have a heart. Yeah. This person's trying to figure things out. Mm hmm. At that point, I began to realize that I would need to figure it out on my own by reading medical books and getting doctor's help to test me when needed. The only condition I found that fit everything perfectly was, and bear with me, because this is a word, <laughs> um, uh, dermatomyitis. <laughs> Yep, that sounds about right. Derma, dermato, dermatomyositis, dermatomyositis, dermatomyositis. Okay. Yeah, you know the that the doctor listener is going to be like she she did not, not say do that, that right. right, but we're going to be calling it DM from now on because that's what that works that's for me. What she calls it later okay. as well. So okay. it is an autoimmune muscular dystrophy. Oh, it's very rare affecting one in a million or less. Holy shit, that is, that's very rare then. Bizarrely, DM also had a very strong link with cancer. If caused by cancer, its removal could bring remission. But sometimes the disorder had a cancer involved later on in the process. Oh. Left untreated, DM can be up to 75% fatal if involving the heart. Wow. And 50% fatal if involving breathing and swallowing muscles, as hers did. So, oh, it wasn't in the toenails? No, not in the toenails. She was fine in the toenails. (laughs) The toenails were great, painted, and beautiful. All 10 were perfect. (laughs) Mm, You got to look at the positive. Got to see the positive in this. But (laughs) once the muscles are damaged, they don't bounce back. Oh, Yeah. So, just to end... Without that dream, I would have thought the doctors were right about it being just stress and probably wouldn't be here today. Wow, right? I wonder if there was some sort of, what's the word I'm looking for? Some sort of like divine intervention in a dream. You know what I mean? Was it it some family member watching over her that was like, I almost felt like there was something bigger than her. It did because I felt that too, like, how vague everything was, I feel like something was trying to tell her what she needed to know, but couldn't really get the right words out through the Mm -hmm. doctor and the dream or whatever. It was still very vague, but I felt like there was a love, something in that dream that was trying to protect her. I agree totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I thought it was an interesting dream story. And do we know, like, how she fared? I don't have any... Further information than that, but I can certainly see if she's doing all right. I hope so. And please let us know. We hope we're okay. And if you're, this is a new diagnosis, I mean, yeah, that, we are rooting for woo! you 1,000%. Yes. And I mean, like she said, up to 75% fatal. Yeah, and just to be told, hmm, stress. Hmm. Yeah. And hopefully it was caught early enough yes, that they can yes, but, um, address it in the appropriate way. Well, thank you, Anne. That was an amazing story. And we're so happy that you're doing okay. Well, we hope you're doing okay. And you know what? Listen to your dreams, people. Mm-hmm. Be Have Anne be a lesson for you. If she had listened to the doctor, she might not be here today. So trust your intuition. Trust, trust your Trust your dreams. Trust your yes. dreams. They are. Tr- Maybe not all your dreams. Because sometimes <laughs> my dreams are a little... 
crazy and maybe I shouldn't trust all my dreams. But th- there's truth. I think you'd feel the ones you, you need to know trust. which ones are really speaking <laughs> to you. All right. Well, like Brooke said, listen to your dreams. And thank you, Anne, for submitting. And if you have a dream to share with us or a dream story like Anne did, you can share that with us by emailing revelations at gmail.com. And we would love to see and hear and share any dreams you might have. Mindy. Yes. Yes. I love I'm here. Hello. Uh, hello. Hi. Welcome. Again, hi. Welcome. Welcome. <laughs> welcome back. Thanks for joining us. <laughs> we, in case someone just started at like minute 10. Right? Hey, like, how's it going? We're going to do it every 10 minutes. Hey, welcome. Welcome. I will say, I did find that some really cool in Spotify. So, what I've been doing is putting our timestamps in our show notes. So, Bestie, if there's something you want to jump to, say it's the topic or a specific dream, Ooh. you can look at our show notes. And in Spotify specifically, I know that they link directly to that if you click it on the That's show notes. Awesome. So you can don't have to fast forward. It'll go right there. So I've been trying to add some more information for you guys as well as like any content warnings because you, know, <laughs> you know how it goes we're, in these dreams. You never know what you're going to get. You're going to get a so little bit. So you might want to listen to some, but not all of them. Well, that's, that's okay. really nice, especially when yeah, we really give cool. a warning at the beginning. Otherwise, you really should be listening to the whole thing. <laughs> right. I'm just, just all the way, all the way to all the end. There's always some all uh, the way. little extra nuggets of fun on the end. Well, if you listened last week, you knew, you know, that's true. So <laughs> mm-hmm. there it was. You might have to go back and listen to the end maybe, of that episode, Bestie. What we do. Best. All right. Well, I've got a catnap from Thomas, and Thomas is from Golden Valley, Minnesota. Oh, that sounds like a lovely cat- place to live. Golden Valley. Only in the summer, though, because in the uh, winter, I'm sure it's an ice valley, yeah. ice frozen tundra well, valley. Mm-mm. I don't want the ice valley. It does sound lovely. Though. I'll take the golden no. valley. Golden valley sounds great. <laughs> Again, Catnaps, where we just share short, sweet dreams, dream stories. We don't do, we don't analyze them all. We just get through a bunch of them. So here we go. I was trapped in a circular room. Ooh. The room was pitch black with no doors and no windows, no vents or any other sorts of opening that would let me escape. Just a circular black room. That sounds... Okay, I'm already feeling a little anxious I'm about this. I'm feeling anxious, and I don't know the circular room of feng shui thing that I've heard, where, like, if there mm. aren't corners in a room, nothing can hide in that corner, so to speak. Mm. So maybe it's not so scary. So maybe we'll it's actually a safe place. I don't know. Well... <laughs> Are there things hiding? All I could do was look around. There was nothing at all, just me and some black abyss. After looking around about six or seven times, I finally saw something. I don't like it. I don't want to know what it is. A face in the darkness. No, I don't want it. Its eyes were hollow. Its mouth was a permanent open smile. And its skin was as white as snow. No, I don't like it. I'm just thinking of permanent open smiles like this. Yeah, it's like uh, the Joker or something, you know, like at the end where, or like the original, not the original, but like the 1980s Jack Nicholson, like where it's mm-hmm. like, it's so creepy. <sighs> oh, that is creepy. Okay. The face seemed to just float. Oh, is It didn't seem to be attached to a body, or if it was, the body was pitch black, like the room I was trapped in. I'm getting... I'm getting a little hot. Like, yeah, I'm getting like nervous. Just a floating, <laughs> just scary, with a demonic smile. smile like, how, face. could you? How close? Is, oh, I don't need mm. to know. But how close is it? Tom goes on to say, paralysis. I couldn't move. 
I couldn't blink. I couldn't speak. Oh, God. I was horrified. The face continued to stare at me, not blinking, not breathing, just static. After what felt like 30 or 35 seconds, the face suddenly lunged at me, Ah! traveling at a speed that no human could react to. Along with that, an ear-bleeding loud siren accompanied the lunge. I woke up right then and there. I felt I was about to sob. Oh, what? That's terrifying. Oh. Then it just lunges at you. like That's why I kept asking, how close is it? How close is it? Because well, I felt like it was going to get real close. It got real close and real bad real quick. I don't like it. And just punch it. Just punch it in its little smiley face. Yep. Pow. Eyes. Kapow. Gouge the eyes and oh, punch guys. it in the mouth. And it doesn't have, you can't kick it in the nuts. It doesn't have no, any. it's just a face. But you can, yeah. Just be like, I would just, bam, I'd go for bam, the eyes. Bam, the nose. Bam. Break the nose. Go up, nose, eye, eye, mouth, mouth, mouth. Well, the chin. The, that's your button. Did yeah, you know yeah. that's the button? Ooh, yeah. That's what it's no. called? The button? You have a chin button? No. You know how when somebody says he got hit on the button? Oh, it's no. It's the chin. There is like a very specific point on the chin that basically just hmm. drops you. Ooh. Isn't it weird? Yeah, so it's called that. like he got he got hit on the button. This oh, is probably completely well. wrong information, but I don't think so. <laughs> well, Tom, next time it, you have this, now you know what to do. You have Brooks attack Hit him plan. on the button and gouge the eyes. It, there you go. That's all. That's all you need to do. And then let us know how it goes next. Time. <laughs> Please, I hope you do well, Tom. <laughs> Thanks, Tom, for sharing. <laughs> Okay, so (laughs) this is Joy from St. Louis. So Arch City. Arch City. I had a dream that we were listening to some music and for some reason there was a black cat in the room on the bed scratching a cardboard box and meowing. Um, Okay, sounds like your house. Sounds pretty normal to me. (laughs) Every day. Sounds like a Tuesday. Sounds like a Tuesday. (laughs) But I suddenly had a closer look, and the cat was actually drumming on the box oh. in time to the beat. <laughs> and in- what a talented feline! Can I can I turn my cats into these dancing disco DJ cats? Drum beaten, yes. Um, so <laughs> so drumming on the box in time to the beat, and instead of meowing, I realized it was saying. Yeah, like a beatnik or something. And then I woke up. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I want to know what m- music they were listening to that yeah, got man. the cat to um, get so into it. But wait, there, there's one more thing. Okay. My husband told me of a ridiculous dream he had. So this is kind of just like a second part. Okay. He said he was golfing and every time they teed off, he had to take a duck and put it on the ground because he had to hit the golf ball off of a duck's back. <laughs> oh, oh, out of any, out of, of any animal. I mean, I've I seen don't... alligators on golf courses, but ducks usually don't stick around for How do you replace that. that divot? Don't, don't. You better be a very good golfer. I'm not golfing off a duck's back, that's for sure. Because if I did it and I killed that duck, I would cry for years. Years. years and years. <laughs> I hit a squirrel once and I still think about it sometimes. <laughs> you know, with how much sidebar, since I drive so much this year, I've already taken out. No, no, Mindy, don't tell me. Don't tell me. Just give me a number, but don't tell me anything else. 
too. Okay. Don't tell me anything. But can I, can I, I gotta tell you about one. Okay. Okay. It was a skunk. Okay. okay. Which it didn't have, well, both, I mean, if I could avoid it, I'm going to try to avoid it. You're not, I'm not, you're not trying to, steering, I'm not trying. You're not steering into the animal? No. I'm not. And so I'm, I'm driving and then it just like darts in and i'm trying to then i'm like well it's too late to say my brakes because there was a car behind me yeah and i was going like 50 and i was like i hopefully it just stays in between my tires <laughs> which it did not because i'm just hoping like just do, little dude just stay right please. there i'll go right right over little you. dude little dude i like how you call <laughs> little, little dude <laughs> little, little dude. smelly dude please just lay down flat for three seconds so anyhow so i little i run over a little smelly dude i little smelly unfortunately mm-hmm. but then of course within like 300 feet my car just reeks of skunk yeah i am and i'm with my youngest and of course we feel bad but we're also like well he got the last laugh <laughs> and so <laughs> he got the last I, laugh he did and so i and it was pungent it was a very strong smell so we Drove immediately to the car wash because I'm like, just get, I'm going to pay for the undercarriage <laughs> wash. You know how like they have those different levels, like yeah. $3 just like for the, the $10 so one. 20 <laughs> Oh, yeah. So I paid for the highest damn You're like, package at the gas station. my undercarriage, scrub it real good. <laughs> and it did nothing. Like it, I mean, because I'm like, the tires have to be, like, it's in the tires. It's ever, oh, it didn't help. And then, I get home, I can't even park in the garage because then like our whole garage is going to smell. Oh I had to park my car outside for like a whole week before that smell Are was gone. Are you serious? So yeah, little dude. That's what you get for murdering Fucked up my car. Mindy. Well, I, <laughs> it was manslaughter, okay? Manslaughter, I will give it, you. Fine. <laughs> that's, that's your... It's not like he didn't do damage as well. That's your sentence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Your sentence is having to live with the smell for a week. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. That's what we, I'm the cat drumming. <laughs> right, right, right. Okay, let's see here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm already like... All right. Well, this will take an interesting turn. <laughs> this one is from Melanie, and Melanie's from Pittsburgh. Okay. This is one I couldn't even analyze. So, <laughs> good, what do you guys think? Good, good thing it's a it's a cat nap, and we don't have to analyze it. <laughs> but I have a feeling I'll have a lot it's of not ideas. easy. Oh, I'm sure. Oh god. So here we go. Hey y'all! I dreamt a man was about to open mouth kiss me, <laughs> but instead of a tongue. A bunch of used, dirty band-aids popped from his into my mouth. Ew! Uh, I'm sorry. That is nasty. That is ranks up there with like bad first dates. Like a B.O. pimple popping when you kiss someone. Oh, band-aids. I'm a nurse and was quite irked by the thought. So much so, I startled myself awake in disgust. <laughs> Well, good thing she could. Well, I would too. I'd be like, get out of this Band-Aid kiss dream. What did you match on Hinge? Like, what, delete. What, what, what delete. D- delete your whole profile. Melanie, I, I would get off that dating app. <laughs> she says, Gross. the man was a total stranger, unfamiliar to me in the dream, and the kiss 
was also non-consensual. Oh, on whose mm-hmm. end? Her end. Oh. It was non-consent. She didn't consent. So, uh, so this band-aid kissing, man, no thank you. I don't want your kiss and I don't want your band-aids. Get your band-aids and get out of here. <laughs> she say. says, it actually reminded me of what I would imagine a Dementor's kiss would be. Harry Potter. Harry Potter reference. You got it? Okay. Got it. Anyhow. It reminded me of what a demand. It would definitely be Band-Aids. I mean, yeah. I'm sure I'm sure that's what she, she intended when she wrote all those novels. She's right. like, if a no. Dementor kissed someone, it's going to be like kissing a hundred Band-Aids. Dirty, pussy Band-Aids. <laughs> By the way, can I just say something? Yes. How do you spell pussy? honestly like good question this has been you know how we do mad libs but mad libs forever and ever like with different people like i've always wanted to use the word pussy but i'm like who is gonna know how to read that properly Mm, that's true that is true fun little nugget of information (laughs) fun nugget Anyhow, I'm having a really hard time finding any solid analysts for this one. Oh, I've always had an extraordinary—I've ex- always been an extraordinarily vivid dreamer, and I could even smell yeah. the band aids in this dream. Ugh. Any ideas? No. Mm. <laughs> Just straight up no. <laughs> Melanie, I would say, don't kiss dementors. Is that what they're called? Don't kiss pussy band aid licking. Psychopaths just kiss you without their consent. No, say no. No means no. No band aids. Can there be a spell put on this thing? I don't know how it works. (laughs) You're laughing. Well, you have to. You you have to like conjure a Patronus, Brooke. Uh, Well, can we conjure a Patronus? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Melanie. Whatever. Here's your solution. Okay. Whatever. You can conjure as a Patronus. That's how you're going to get Dementor Band-Aid Kissing Man off your radar. Done. Listen to Mindy. She's Done. She is a problem solver. <laughs> <laughs> do you have another one for us? I do. Um, okay. So this is from Carl, and he's from Lombard. Oh, is it Carl with a C or Carl with a K? I love you so much. For asking, it's a K, so it's very important Mm, to me. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it is. Today, I just woke up from actually laughing so hard in my dream and actually laughing on my bed. So in my dream, I was with my brother in McDonald's eating chicken nuggets. Then this little kid was complaining or making fun of us for using one sauce packet cup. Yeah, I'd make fun of you too, Carl. No offense. There's lots of different dipping sauces available. <laughs> so he just had one. Oh, so he wasn't like a trying different. No, he, and he sauce. was sharing it with his brother. Between the two, they had one. Co- oh, yeah. No. One, yeah, mm. okay. Well, they're not, maybe they're not condiment freaks. Like Maybe they're people. not, but you know what? And they do taste pretty good. Speaking of anything. McDonald's, did you hear they just released a, dipping, a new dipping sauce, which is the, <gasps> the Big Mac sauce? So now you can just get a oh, Big Mac dipping sauce. It's kind of, isn't it just Thousand Island, really? I think so. <laughs> I Which don't know. I've always loved anyway. So, so I'm, like, you I'm all take about those golden it. fries and dip it right in, the, right in the Thousand Island. Dippity dip dip dip. Mm. <laughs> so this stupid little kid is making fun of 
rude. These brothers, rando obviously. This rando kid, is he the ruler of McDonald's? I don't know. <laughs> He's on the top of the play place like, dudes, <laughs> why are you only using one packet? Losers. You know how many choices there are. <laughs> and they're sharing a packet nonetheless, but okay. You can literally hear him eating. Then he was showing off to us all the flavors he had. Good for you, little <laughs> snot. Like ketchup, barbecue, <laughs> ranch, Big Mac sweet sauce. And sour. <laughs> all options. And then <laughs> lots of options. And then he dropped all his chicken nuggets and was yelling, What the fuck? So loud and dramatic that in my dream I was laughing so hard I cried. And then I woke up. I'd be laughing too, though. <laughs> like little kids swearing is kind of funny. As I long mean, as it's not I'm my really, children. See, I'm really bad at that. Um, this is probably why I'm not a parent. Yes, I believe we've had this convert. We've had this yeah. issue at my own house, Brooke. If you we've recall. had it. I believe one oh, of my no. kids had sweared and had sworn, sweared, sworn, sworn, right? Sworn, and yeah. you uh, just started laughing. And I was like, this isn't helping the situation. <laughs> And also, like, when kids test me and they're like, you don't know the rules. Brooke's the babysitter so gonna, that you, you'd want the, the kids want to get because they can get away with everything. <laughs> they're like, let's stay up all night and play ball. I'm like, like, yeah, okay. throw it to me. Mindy's like, you're never hired again. <laughs> I trusted my kids. Of course I would. I mean, to the, you're called Aunt Brooke for a reason. I, I I would take very good care of your children. I'm just saying <laughs> I am often not appropriate with my responses to bad behavior, like swearing or something like that, because it does make me laugh. It does. Well, that was a good one. I liked that one. <laughs> okay, so Brooke, I've got a dream. Yes. It is from this gorgeous lady. I'm holding up a notebook here, a little journal. I love her. So this, I love her. Um, if you're on the sleepover squad, you can see my brand new dream journal I'm showing everyone. And it's working. It's working. And it's working. And if you're part of the Sleepover Squad, uh, you get the videos of episodes, so you might want to yes. join. But I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you a choice. I'll give you um, <gasps> a choice between two dreams, okay. and whatever one we don't read on the show, we'll put on the Sleepover Squad. Okay. Ooh, okay. the pressure. The oh, pressure. the pressure. Dream one is a interesting Jewish ceremony. Okay. Dream two is lockdown with a baby. I gotta go lockdown with a baby. <laughs> okay. Okay. I mean, if you want to hear the weird Jewish temple ceremony, then you're gonna have to tune into the sleepover squad. I I am dying though because I want to hear this dream. <laughs> you will. You will. I have not heard it yet, but I don't know. I feel like the title of the second one just caught me. More. Okay. Excellent. Okay. So this is one I just had. Let's see. Two nights ago. All right. I, like, I'm literally reading from my, my journal here. It begins, and I'm standing outside of a school, an elementary school, with a baby, maybe about one years old. It's pickup time, and all the other kids have left, except for this kid. I think I must work at this school. So I'm, I'm just waiting. <laughs> okay. This kid's parents have not come. Uh-oh. I go back inside to my office, where I share it with others, and there's like four or five different people in my office that we, I guess we all share. I don't know. I don't um, know what I would possibly do at a school. Comfy, cozy in your office with and my baby. You're just leaving. 
the one child alone. No, Randall Rando baby's with me. Randall's baby. Oh, I still Rando, got Randall baby with me for now. You still got Randall baby. Okay, yep. good. That makes me feel good because I know you will take good care of Randall baby. I'm trying. <laughs> we, so we start to Google and research who this baby's father is. Like, as if we didn't have a record of it or something. I was going to say, can't you just open the file? <laughs> open the filing cabinet. For the child. Right. The emergency oh, it's contact. A, it's a baby, though. Like I you know. said, this was like an elementary, elementary school. school. So it doesn't So why doesn't is fit. there a baby there? I don't, I don't know. It's maybe why we didn't have her file. <laughs> so we discover that her father is not a good guy. Warren's oh, out for his no. arrest, violent behavior, and weapons charges. <sighs> So I make the decision that this child should not go home with him, but he's going to be pissed if he shows up and possibly shoot up the school. (laughs) Unfortunately, those are the two options in your dream. Either take care of the baby and tell the dad, no, you can't have the baby and the dad shoot up the school. Or send the baby home with a psychopath. Hmm? Or send the baby home with a psychopath. It's it's a lose-lose right now. So I leave the baby with my office co-workers, and I walk to the main office, keeping an eye on the main set of doors. I'm afraid I will see the dad. I decide it was best to start at the back of the main office and move my way forward. So I go back to the last room of the main office, and there's a radio station. Of course. Of course there is. That's where they are nowadays. Because every elementary school has a radio station. This is Channel One News. Channel One News. Yes. For our bestie who doesn't know, when we were in <laughs> high school, there was, um, we had TVs. I mean, they were like boxy They were boxes. Yeah, like boxes. boxes. So Channel One News was played at, I don't know, third period, announcement period, whatever. I don't know. It was like homeroom, yeah. whatever that was. Yeah. And it was like world news. And Lisa Ling, didn't she become like, Hash- hashtag what, what does lisa ling lisa ling dream, dream? <laughs> yeah That's... no she ended up doing like a lot of like cnn like she, around the world she did Ooh. she did a lot of stuff she... we saw her in high school but i saw her as an adult moving around i think i think she would be very worldly and have a very interesting dream journal lisa let us miss ling channel one news <laughs> So this elementary school did not have a channel one, but it did have a radio station, which I walked into. I, I'm just, so what I do is I go into this radio station. I'm just giving a heads up that there's probably going to be some sort of soft lockdown <laughs> soon. And it was like, so this dream was just not, it was as if I had no urgency with this situation. Like I knew it was a bad situation, but I just couldn't pull the trigger on causing a lockdown though. There wasn't that just fear. Weird. You're right. And so I also put in my, my journal here. Why not now? Why don't just lock it down now? I don't know. <laughs> so then they... Do it, Mindy. Lock it down in your dream I, now. I should. I should have. <laughs> so then the radio host asked for a description of the man, and I give it to them just so they could, I guess, broadcast it to the school news radio. Um, um, yeah, I guess you need an um, APB out for that. <laughs> I start shutting the blinds and locking doors in the main office. And I'm doing this very slowly, which I'm, even though I'm doing it, I'm finding it frustrating I'm doing it slowly in my dream. Does that make sense? Yes, like, I understand. Do you still have the baby? 
No, the baby. Well, the baby's with my other in my office with my other your co-workers. co-workers. Okay, your co-workers. Okay. I then wonder why this plan is so inefficient. Why do I have to do all the work myself? Why do I have to go into each room and lock it down individually? Shouldn't there? Are you the principal? <laughs> Jesus, maybe that is your job. <laughs> maybe I need to look for a career change. Is what I'm telling myself. I should be a principal. Maybe I'm so upset kids are getting shot in their schools. I don't know how to deal with it. God. You're like, I will be the principal from now on. <laughs> I, cause, but this plan's not good. I know I have better plans. No. I, you could come up with better plans. I know. You would be a better person. Maybe, maybe I'm just going to analyze my own dream. I'm, I'm pissed off at the inefficiency of people being able to deal with this, this tragic situation we have. Um, I'm not laughing. No, I know. At the tragic situation. I, it's so frustrating. It is so frustrating, though. It I mean, is. this is a side personal note. Like, to have my kids have to do, like, hide drills and lockdown drills, it's just sickening to me that we never had that. No, all we had was a tornado drill, and we were just supposed to put a book over yeah, our that's head. not going to help anything these days. It's it's sad. No. It's scary. No. Okay, so I, I find this plan really in- inefficient. Because I have to go into each of the rooms, shut all the blinds, and lock all the doors myself. Why shouldn't each person prepare their own room? It was such a waste of time. It was a waste of time. I'm like, everyone could have done their own room. Exactly. Someone then tried to sneak into the office, but through the frosted glass, I could see like this family, and they were holding up just like a baby. So it was like a false alarm. It just was really weird. Like I didn't know what was going on outside this frosted glass, but it wasn't... It was like a false alarm. It wasn't the guy I had to worry about. But you had still the guy to worry about. I still about. had the guy to worry about. So you have a lot of stuff happening right now. The next thing I say is I walk back to where the principal was, but she oh. was on her phone and didn't pay any attention to what I was trying to tell her. Well. Maybe I was the assistant principal. Or maybe you were just there. I was just the pickup line help. person. You were. You were. <laughs> I'm just like, move forward. You're like, come on, what's the hold up here? Hey, principal person, listen to this problem I've got going on. I'm stuck in the pickup line, which is fine. I There's issues we need to discuss. Address. We need to go on a soft lockdown. So I say, although the situation warranted a quick response, is as if the policies in place didn't work as such. Then wow, you wrote that whole thing down. I, I wrote yes. I wrote this is like me writing. This is like me scribbling in the morning at six a.m. I know, or five thirty. Yeah, it felt really good. Let though. me let me say that again for the people in the back. Please, please. please Although please. the situation warranted a quick response, is as if the policies in place didn't work as such. Mm-hmm. That is some beautiful wording, Thank Mindy. You. I love it. Thank you. It's at this point I see the father at the front door. He's in a red polo shirt, slicked back, long, dark hair, and a couple of <laughs> flowers, flowery lays on. Wow. Because why? I forgot about that just when I, I've totally forgot about that part just until I run it again. I know when I go pick up kids from pickup, if I don't have more than two lays on i feel like they're not gonna let me take your kids is it hawaiian day at the like it's hawaiian day and if i don't have more than two lays on they're like "Mm -hmm." mandy would never allow someone to pick up her kids with only two lays on (laughs) 
Well, I'm glad we had this comedic uh, reprieve here for a second. Oh, no, does it get bad? So, I hate it. No, it's it just, it, it's almost over. I just feel like that this is like, it's like a disguise. He's trying to trick us. He requests entrance into the building. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. However, I am stressed out because I haven't got the full lockdown complete. And then I woke up. <laughs> that is stressful. Ooh, whenever there's kids involved or like the safety of kids or the elderly, that's like when my alarms go off because it's like they don't don't have have the ability to protect themselves. And oh, breaks my heart. Mindy, (laughs) you did such a good job. It's been a minute since I've had a dream. I mean, I don't remember the last dream I shared on the show because I was kind of in that funk, but... Yeah, they're you back in full for a while. force and stressful, I guess, with a little comedic <laughs> twist at the end. Always fun. It's uh, always an adventure. Do you have another dream to share? I do, I do, I do, I do have a dream. This is Sandra from Maryland. Okay. She just said Maryland. Okay, Sandra. I love the name. I like the name Sandra. I think it's a very beautiful it's name. It's pretty. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty name, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I recently oh. had a dream that is quite vivid and odd. I had a dream where I bought a giant aquarium. Sounds familiar. This sounds familiar (laughs) to you. And was able to fit several giant fish. Okay. Stingrays, octopi. I don't know. Are are those fish? (laughs) Or they fall in another category? I don't think they're all fish. I mean, that better be a big fucking tank. (laughs) I had a tiny jellyfish. I had a freaking sturgeon fish, and I had a lionfish that talked to me one day as I was feeding the fish and told me that it usually eats sharks, but it will settle for fish pellets until I can get a shark for it. It's like, bloop, 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 bloop. Excuse me, ma'am. Excuse me, sir. Um, I really prefer sharks, but I guess I'll eat these pellets. It's fine. <laughs> bloop, 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 bloop. ER, oh, bother. <laughs> I guess I'll eat these pellets until it's you like can get me a shark. You could have a steak for a meal, or you could have mac and cheese. There's a difference. And even though the mac and cheese will suffice you for the meal, it's not a goddamn delicious steak. It's not a filet mignon, Mindy? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> All right. So I also had a ferret and a hedgehog and a bird. Do they live in the aquarium as well? I hope not because I don't think they would do too well in an aquatic so environment. No. The ferret was like a cat. It wanted to hug me. <laughs> okay. Then it went bad. The hedgehog kept escaping its container because it was plastic, so it ate through it. The ferret was smart enough to crawl out of the holes of its cage. Uh-huh. The bird was emaciated because I forgot to feed oh, it. Oh, no. As I was feeding them all and trying to catch the hedgehog, the fish became super hungry. <laughs> they lunged out. As I fed them the pellets from the top. What a menagerie. 
Oh, Mindy, this is quite the menagerie of, oh my God, animals. It's like you got your own zoo there. My house was filled with fish running around and all the animals free to run. There was a tiny crocodile baby. It's not over yet. Hold on. Is this Noah's Ark? Sorry, it's not over yet. I forgot to tell you. (laughs) There was a tiny crocodile baby that kept wanting to bite my toes. And then I woke up. (laughs) That sounds like even feeding all those different species of animals that eat different It would take you a whole goddamn day. That's a fucking zoo. And then you start over. That's a zoo. It is a zoo. Mm-hmm. It's too much work. It's too much work, Too child. much work. All right. I've got one more for you. This one's from Lee, and Lee's from Roseville, California. Okay. L-E-E, Lee. Lee. Thank you. Yep. You know, it's just about to ask. <laughs> yep. All right. This one's... <laughs> This one says, I had a dream last night. I was meeting a new person and I noticed I was standing at the intersection of zero and yes, yes, no street. (laughs) I want to live on yes, yes, no street. Um, Where do you live? I'm like 2020 yes, no street. Yes, yes, no. (laughs) Oh, 2020, yes, yes, no street. Can you please deliver my Chinese food? Well, after I drop it off at Mindy's house, who lives at zero zero street. Yeah, she's gonna she's gonna come first. She's like three blocks down from me. <laughs> right. The house number is zero. The street is zero. I think my subconscious is trying to tell me something. Ha ha, Lee. I don't know what that's trying to tell you, Lee, because that's zero know. and yes, yes, no. Yes, yes, no. Is it? Would you? Okay, well, here we go. What, okay, now, here is, we go. is zero a street, an avenue, a boulevard, a circle? Oh, it's a circle. I already answered my own question. How did you know? It's zero. It's a circle, anyways. It's got to be called zero circle. Oh my God. Where is she from? Lee is from Roseville, California. I don't know what Roseville is like, so I have no comment. Okay, so I I said zero circle, and then what would yes, yes, no be? It would be a boulevard, parkway. Yes, yes, no way. Yes, yes, no way. way. (laughs) Yes. Nice job on that. Zero circle and yes, yes, no way. Man, you're on fire. That's good. Ow! (laughs) That's hilarious. Oh, my God. That's really funny. Okay. All right. Do you have one more? I do. Okay. This is Maddie, and she's from Buffalo. Thanks, Maddie. Mm, Buffalo. I was dreaming that it was night, and I was laying in my bed. My door was open, and I could see a dark shadow Mm. in the opening. Mm. Don't like it, Maddie. Already don't like it. It possessed my body, whipped me around in my body uncontrollably and eventually I fell off the bed in the dream and that's when I woke up for real. This was a different kind of dream for me. I frequently have nightmares. I don't usually dream, but when I do, they are always nightmares or odd dreams. Mm. Mm. But never where I am possessed. Needless to say, (laughs) I woke up freaked out. 
I don't want to be possessed by any demon in a real life or a dream land. No, preferably. but like not so much. Uh, do a cleansing, Maddie. Do a do a sage yep, cleansing some, of your place some and crystals. Got to make some crystals. Work on the feng shui. Read your read your horoscope. Read. I mean, get all do all <laughs> the things. Do all the things. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bestie. I know you get us by now. There's so many ways to support the show. So all you have to do is go to revelations.com slash support. You can join our sleepover squad, which is the best. Seriously. Bestie, you can you is. can sign up for a couple dollars a month and see our gorgeous faces. Yes, you get to have extra dreams. You get to see our beautiful faces. You get to see all kinds of stuff. And don't forget, you guys, bestie, 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 you know when you're getting all comfy at night, you want to put on a Remolations t-shirt. <laughs> they are soft. They are comfy. They look damn I, good. They do look damn good. So check out our store, too, because it's a lot of fun out there. You can buy some merch. Or you can just tell a friend, please spread the word. We love it. Yes. All right. Brooke, I have a topic. Are you are you ready? Oof. Am I ever? Okay. Ha- I- I'm sure you have. But <laughs> have you seen the movie Step Brothers? Yes, of course. And I think most people have, right? It's a Will Ferrell movie with John C. Riley. So this movie uh, has two... Sp- Older, I would say, um, gentleman whose parents are getting married. And so mm-hmm. they're, they've lived at home their whole lives. They're a bit uh, infantile in their behaviors. But there's one scene that stuck out to me in this uh, movie. And let me see if you remember this scene. It's about, Ooh, it's about two I'm minutes. I'm so excited. Like, where is this coming from? I'm so, like, I'm rubbing my legs. I'm so excited. <laughs> That's what happens when she gets excited, folks. She rubs her legs. I rub my legs. And, and she shimmies. Which is also happening. It's a two-minute scene in the middle of the movie where the stepbrothers who are finally starting to get along wake up in the middle of the night and they sleepwalk, right? Yes. So it's Brennan and Dale. Will Ferrell's character's walking around in a Mountain Dew shirt. He's, you know, just confused. (laughs) He's talking to walls. And then you got John C. Riley, who's in these uh, little red briefs and just also very confused. They make their way to the kitchen where they start raiding the refrigerator and eating you'll see will ferrell's character is grinding coffee and drinking just the ground up beans oh, you see yes john yes, c Riley yes, yes. drinking out of the apple juice jug they're talking their sleep so you got a little bit of soliloquy in there they're throwing mugs against the wall they're banging pots and pans so as the scene finishes the morning unfolds and the mom's purse is in the freezer and there's couch <laughs> pillows in the oven, and both parents realize their kids were sleepwalking. But the point I'm getting to is the sleep eating. So raiding the refrigerator mm. at night. And so, Bestie, we're talking about what we call night eating syndrome and sleep-related eating disorders. 
Okay. All right. So there are two different types of sleep-related eating disorders. So we often see midnight snacking, which is a conscious way of crawling out of bed. You need a sandwich. We've seen it in plenty of TV shows, we've cartoons. All, we've, we've all done all it. Been there we've too. all done we've it. We've all done it. And yeah. so what that's called is night eating syndrome. But it's often confused with another disorder, which is called sleep-related eating disorder, where people have no clue and no recollection at all that they woke up in the middle of the night and ate food. So, Bessie, we're going to talk about the sleep parasomnia today of sleep-related eating disorder, also known as SRED or S-R-E-D. Here we go. I love acronyms. Let me explain. Although they have some similarities, there are things that are that are quite different between the two. Okay. So for night eating syndrome, or what I'll call NES, it is a sleep disorder that occurs with uninterrupted sleep. So people who have insomnia often suffer from this. It's people who wake up in the middle of the night and have to eat several times. Oh, Several several times. Several yeah. times? Oh, okay. The obvious issues with this is hard to maintain a healthy weight. People often develop diabetes and blood pressure. And about 1.5% of people have this syndrome, which is similar to most eating disorders, about 1.5% of the population. Okay. Oh so God. here's the difference okay. between the two. In night eating syndrome, people are awake and aware that they're eating. Whereas sleep-related eating disorders, people aren't even aware that they're awake. And they go and raid the fridge without any awareness that it even happened. This reminds me, on a 30 Rock episode, Mm -hmm. there was Liz, who Mm -hmm. is Tina Fey, has agreed to start eating healthier. And Frank has agreed to stop smoking, which is just one of her co-workers. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't go so well because... Because she sets up a video to prove Uh that he is not doing well. But the video shows that she's like packing the cigarettes (laughs) and then she just starts eating them. Yes. (laughs) Eating the cigarettes. Oh, my God. And so the next day she's like, Frank had five cigarettes. Oh, it was her and that they're, had like, eight. they're like, no, you That's ate funny. five cigarettes. <laughs> oh my God. So I'm going to start first by talking about night eating syndrome. It's most common in people who are obese and 55% of individuals seeking bariatric surgery reported these symptoms as well. Okay. Um, it's slightly more common in females than men. And also it affects people who have had other eating disorders in their life, such as bulimia, nervosa, or binge eating disorder. Got it. So in 15 to 20% of patients with NES were also found to have binge eating disorders as well. Oh, okay. Also, people who have high levels of depression or anxiety were also found to be affected more by this. They actually did a Is this me? <laughs> is this a study on me? <laughs> Are you a midnight snacker? No, I'm not a midnight snacker. That you're aware of. Like, <laughs> that I'm aware, yeah, right? That I'm aware of my stomach is always like upset because that's where I hold my stress. Yeah. But like, oh my God, everything else is like, mm-hmm. So there this was a like me. 1999 <laughs> study by Birkenvet. And he studied 33 participants. And so what he did was feed people regular meals over a 24-hour period. And then no food was given after 8 p.m. 
Okay. And then what happened was blood tests were taken every two hours. I mean, first of all, this sounds like an awful night's sleep. But this, <laughs> how could you possibly sleep if every right. two hours someone's sticking Stabbing a needle you? in your arm or your your hand? Right. But what he found was that people who did this conscious nighttime eating had higher levels of cortisol, which is a stress hormone. And so when yeah. they didn't get up and eat, they were more stressed because they couldn't have food at the time. So they are tying it hormonally to you're eating because you're stressed that you feel like you should eat and you should get up and eat, but you in this test, you couldn't. Also, people who use alcohol or drugs more, it makes sense because then you get the munchies, you got to go to the fridge. Happens. How they diagnose this is people who have usually have insomnia four or more times a week and they wake up multiple times in the evening to eat. These people report they feel they need to have a full stomach in order to sleep well. There's a decrease in appetite during the day, and they often don't feel hungry until, like, the afternoon. So, like, they kind of wait into the afternoon to eat and then eat from afternoon on throughout the night. Um, that sounds like me. Because I have no appetite in the morning when I wake up. And I'm, then I go to work, and it's like, uh, I'm so busy yeah. that it's like, uh And then nighttime. You're hungrier. I'm hungrier, and I know that's, like, the worst time to eat yeah. because... You're supposed to start out big meal in the morning and then gradually taper off. But like, I can't, I, I can't, like my stomach will literally be like, no, I don't, I don't want you. <laughs> don't eat, I, don't, not I don't want you right now. <laughs> it's too early. <laughs> yes. People who have this disorder, they often feel like a shame for it because, you know, they feel like they should be able yeah. to sleep through the night and not have to eat. And so a lot of people with this disorder, they don't get help for it because they don't they feel ashamed for it. They feeling like they don't want to admit it. Mm hmm. Oh, that's really sad. We're bringing awareness to it. We're bringing awareness to it. So people who have this disorder eat more than 25 percent of their calories at night after dinner. So you're talking about a good percentage of your calories are coming from at night, not less than two awakenings during the week to eat for food. Okay. So what they're saying, like what causes this? Circadian rhythms, which we've talked about before, can be off. So your body's natural clock is off, letting you know when yep. it's time to eat and when it's time to sleep. Your body's releasing hormones that make you feel more hungry at night during the day. So there's a hormonal imbalance. Also, people who use daytime to diet will often find themselves looking for food and taking in extra calories at night because no one's watching. It could possibly also be genetic. There was this, a German study where it suggested that children were more likely to have night eating syndrome when their mothers also had the same issue. So it's kind of genetic. Mm -hmm. Could be, yeah. It seems like it could be a lot of things. And there's treatment. They find that the most positive form of treatment is cognitive behavior therapy for this. Antidepressants can help, a good weight management program, adding some relaxation exercises to going to sleep, melatonin. And this one I found interesting. This was light therapy. So use of special mm -hmm. light for about 15 or 30 minutes helps change your circadian rhythms. So maybe you can get back on the schedule yes. of your body, realizing when it's time to sleep versus when it's time to be awake. And yes, I agree completely. I have used a light box. Mm -hmm to help certain people and it does it's it's meant to be like sunlight vitamin d mm -hmm. and calcium and all that stuff that you get from the sun yep. it can be captured in this device it does help 
Ken. If you're experiencing some what they call midnight snacking, you find yourself waking up to go eat in the middle of the night, you know, talk to your doctor. There are methods that can help. But that that is the that's the first of the two. So that was the night eating oh. syndrome. The second is the sleep related eating disorder, which is called S Red. S R E D. Okay. I'm gonna call it S Red because it sounds cool. It sounds really cool, but can you tell me what it means? <laughs> Sleep-related eating disorder, parasomnia. So, oh my god, these are people who eat at night, but they have no recollection whatsoever that they did it. This is now often these two disorders are categorized together, but they are very, very different. Where one is more of a conscious awareness that you want to go eat and take in calories versus this one and people don't even realize what they're doing because they don't remember it's more like like you said it's more like sleep eating sleep (laughs) Sleep eating walking like you don't necessarily realize you're doing it as Mm -hmm. opposed to like yeah i'm gonna fucking eat this entire bag of quarter pounders with cheese (laughs) and big macs and it's gonna be tit (laughs) so good (laughs) so just to clarify, this happens in non-REM sleep. So this is like oh. NREM, they call it, which is the opposite of our show. If we ha- if this show had an opposite, it'd be called NREMELATIONS? <laughs> I don't know. NONREMELATIONS. No, we are the best of the best. REM is the cycle you dream in. NONREM is the one you don't. So this happens while you're not dreaming. Uh, it happens usually within the first couple hours of falling asleep. Often when a person is transitioning from one stage to the other, so like stage one to stage two, this will be observed. And as Mm -hmm. we already talked about, parasomnia affects up to 5% of the U.S. population. People who sleep, eat, literally sleep, eat, they are confused and they're often hard to wake in the middle of their, uh, what would you call them, adventures? In the middle of their adventures? (laughs) Um, Their adventures. So what they're out they're solving outings. mysteries and they're hungry when they come home. So medications such as drugs to treat insomnia often can cause sleep eating episodes like such as Ambien or certain antidepressants. It's most common in women under the age of 30. I, I saw different reports between 20 and 30. It's most common, but it can affect all different genders and ages. But you are higher risk if you have restless leg syndrome, they found. You have a history of sleepwalking and narcolepsy. This is fascinating to me because I have something that causes restless leg syndrome medicinally. Mm. Oh, yeah. That drives me crazy. Like, it's the worst. It's not the worst because I have insomnia really bad. Insomnia is the worst, but like restless leg syndrome would be a close second mm. because it's not like you can we sleep. We haven't talked about that topic yet. We do need to talk about it. Yeah. So people who experience this often have this three to four times a week up to every night. Oh, that's and terrible. Again, they have no memory that they wake up and eat. But then they wake up in the morning, right? And they go to their fridge and they're like, where's the ham that we ate last night? Exactly. And there was a really interesting YouTube video. I'm going to post the links in the show notes that was from NBC News. This was an older episode, but it touched on this woman who had this condition where she would wake up and find just wrappers, wrappers all over her counter. She would find food in her bed even. She would... 
wake up and realize that things that she put away where she thought she had done yesterday are now in the pantry versus the refrigerator. And it's dangerous. Now, does she eat? I'm just curious. Does she eat like a normal, like, not normal necessarily, but like, does she eat breakfast and lunch? Yeah. So this is something that just affects her and she has no memory of. She, when she's sleeping. Mm-hmm. So even if she's had breakfast, lunch, and dinner, she is Extra still cal- waking yep. up. Oh, More than 25% of your calories, they say, it can happen. Now, there oh there's a magazine article I'm going to link to as well that talks about the scale of food eating. Oh, okay. um, So they actually break it down to three different categories. Simple, peculiar, and inedible and toxic. So people oh. who are experiencing this can have an episode and eat things that are simple, such as peanut butter, which is fine unless you have an allergy to it. Can you Im- imagine? Like, you don't even recall. You don't have the consciousness that you're doing this, and then you eat peanut butter. It would be bad, at, you know, if you woke up in the middle of the night and you were allergic to it. Things like dry cereal, <laughs> candy, bread, and toast are often popular. There was one instance where someone put napkins in a toaster and started their kitchen on a fire. That's dangerous. Very dangerous. Good thing I don't have napkins. (laughs) In the peculiar peculiar category, things such as uncooked spaghetti, sketty, as we call it. Sketty. People who make (laughs) sugar or salt sandwiches. People. Sugar and salt sandwiches? What is that? So it's edible food. It's just not normally prepared. Food. Sugar and salt? Mm-hmm. A sandwich? Okay. Uh, cat or dog food? Or even frozen food. There was a example I read where someone would eat a, ate a frozen pizza and it broke a tooth. And they didn't realize it until the morning when they woke up and had a broken tooth and found a pizza, which they must have <laughs> eaten frozen in the kitchen. That makes sense, though. I mean, a frozen pizza is going to chip a yeah. tooth. Yeah. And if you're sleeping, you can't figure out how to make that oven hot enough to throw no. that pizza and you, in and there. that's the danger of it, right? Is even there are episodes of people who will start the oven or will throw things in the oven and cook it at like a 500 degrees and start the house on fire. It's so yeah, dangerous. That's scary. This a, a lot of parasomnias aren't dangerous, but this is one that can be extremely dangerous. Absolutely. Now let's get to the toxic category. Um, people who would eat like things like raw eggshells, uh, what coffee beans, buttered cigarettes. Wait, 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 wait! Stop. What is a buttered cigarette? People who would open the refrigerator, butter it, thinking it's a piece of bread and it's a cigarette, and they would eat a cigarette. Ah. <laughs> And then it gets okay. very dangerous when you start talking about eating raw food, like raw meat, uh, mm-hmm. glue, or cleaning solvents. And so there's there, there's so much danger in this. That's terrible. Mm-hmm. That's terrible. Um, did I tell you recently about a friend of mine who took her sister out on, I think it was like her 23rd birthday. They were out in Cedar Rapids. Came home, whatever, they were out drinking all night. Okay. And she is just puking violently oh, no. now at this point. Good. And she goes, what was in that water? What was in that water? And they're like, what are you talking about? And she had that day cleaned a pet stain off of her like 
carpet, mm-hmm. and so she had OxyClean oh, on no. her nightstand. Oh no! I don't know how she like undid it, you know, because it's like a spray thing. Yeah, but she chugged in it. the middle of the night. In the middle of the night, she was Holy like, "I'm so shit. thirsty." And then, so she was puking violently. Re- and no, you have to get this whole story. I know, I know. But she took care of the sister. Yeah. She got her to the emergency room, and but she still might have like permanent oh, damage because she kept saying, "What was in that water? What was Does in that water?" Does she remember any of the any of this? And see, that's the thing. So some of it can be just a regular night without alcohol or drugs, but again. It is one of those things that if alcohol or drugs are involved, it's more common to happen to people because they... (laughs) I mean, that's horrible. All right. So obviously there's those concerns of, you know, eating a cigarette or cleaning solvents, burning yourself and making food. But there's also health concerns such as weight gain. There's one one guy I saw who was on a diet and couldn't understand why he was not losing weight. Until he put a camera in his kitchen and realized he, he was, was eating, eating every night sleep? hundreds oh of calories. God. Oh and that's why God. he wasn't able to lose weight. And it can cause fatigue, depression. Because again, like you feel like you're not, say you're on a diet or you're trying to maintain your weight. And you can't because you are unconsciously eating calories. It's It's insane. I'm going to eat some mozzarella cheese and some fish sticks. <laughs> some cigarette butts with some butter on it. I would, I would dip butter. mine in, in ketchup, though. I would rather dip my cigarettes in ketchup. Mm-mm. Just to conclude here, the, to treat this particular one, which we call the sleep-related eating disorder, the SRED, there's certain medications that can help with your sleep, practicing good sleep hygiene, Placing locks on doors and refrigerators. I saw a lot of this in my research where people would set alarms on refrigerators or in cabinets or even like at at their bedroom to alert them and wake them up if they woke up to go eat. That's funny that you said that because I have family that has kids that does the same thing. Mm -hmm. Like if they're trying to get in the fridge or something like there's a notification that sets it off. And our fridge actually is smart enough. You can we can lock it, and we can lock it for certain times of the day. Ooh, so you can set a, well, a fridge lock. But the problem is, is this one gentleman I saw in one of these articles I was researching was he would be smart enough to unlock things, and so it didn't help. So it damn it, it didn't make a difference no. at all. <laughs> so again, with like many parasomnias that we've covered so far on the podcast, they're difficult to treat and they're difficult to prevent and like i said up to five percent of americans are dealing with this particular sleep disorder and again it's not so it's it's difficult to diagnose too it can be because sometimes people don't leave a trace of their (laughs) their eating adventures at night so it's it's sad it's something that if you realize you're doing we want you to reach out to your doctor and see what kind of treatment plans or precautions even that you can take to keep yourself safe. Yes, absolutely. So I have a funny story. Um, I was, uh, my youngest was trying out for soccer this week, uh, soccer tryouts. And on my way to the soccer tryouts, 
I see three cop cars like speed around me and like zoom off to the east. And I was like, what's what's going on? I don't like it. So I get, I like I get to the soccer already. field. I check my uh, Facebook local, you know, busybody group of police activity. And I see... Busybody group of police activity. <laughs> so I, I see that there is a situation at a home in our town where they had to have extra police come. There was a altercation. There was a gun. There was an issue. Next thing I know, I of course, I turn on the police scanning yeah, website so I can hear the police scanners. And there's like a car of three guys like now running from the police. And I am as I'm waiting for this soccer tryout, I am like vested like it's a an episode of SVU. I am like You should be vested. I, I am mean, listening God, to the Minnie. dispatcher. There's calls coming in that this car threw out a phone out of the car. That they stole from this woman. And so now, like, the police are triangulating where this phone they threw out was because they got. And they found. Here's the thing I found so interesting that the police knew exactly where that phone was pinging. They're like, oh, it's in the right lane going northbound in front of the Ace Hardware. And I'm like, they can do that? Interesting. They can. Interesting. Which is weird. They know everything that will track you through every toll. Yep. And that was so interesting because the calls were coming in. Now they're at this intersection. Now they're here. Now they're, they chase these assholes that beat up this woman like 30 miles. And I am just, I had my own radio program where I'm just listening to this whole live SVU episode just happening. SVU. It was the most entertaining soccer tryout I've ever attended in my car. So that was a little bit crazy that. It was it was entertaining, and I'm glad they it caught was. the assholes that beat up this woman. So yes. that was also good, and uh, she made the team. <laughs> double thumbs up. We, we both did double thumbs up. Oh, but Anne, your dream story. I'm not. I'm not going to say even dream because your dream story was awesome. We talked about it earlier, but it really is the importance of listening to yourself, to your dreams. Just be cognizant, okay? Mm-hmm. Fun fun week. And hey, Bestie, we have one favor to ask. And if you haven't done it yet, tell your best friend about the show. I know you're out there. Mm-hmm. And I know you haven't done it yet. I'm giving you the evil stink eye right now. Why? I'm giving the biggest Stink eye. Look, she's giving a stink eye. If you are enjoying it, you know the people that love you would too. So just tell one person about the show. You can tell your best friend. You can tell your doctor. Any of them. I don't care if it's a nurse, a doctor, anyone in the medical field. Tell them about the podcast. Tell them. You can tell your local principal who's not listening to your lockdown requirements. Your lockdown requirements. And tell that really, really awful first date dude that went in for a kiss and put band-aids in your mouth. Oh, gross. I mean, you don't have to go on a second date. Don't go on a second date. Just tell them about the podcast. That's all we need. So, Bessie, if you could just do us that one favor, we would love and appreciate you forever. And ever, and ever, and ever, and ever. Oh, Bessie, that's another great week. A lot of really great dreams. We appreciate all of you that shared them. And until next week. Sweet, sweet 
dreams, dreams bitches. bitches.